she's got a point. She's an icon. She's a legend. And she is the moment. Now, come on. <laughs> yes, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Not To Be A Bitch But. Yeah, I thought we were going to start off with that this week because this episode is going to come out on Katie's birthday. Oh, and- <laughs> it is. I totally didn't realize. <laughs> yeah. How crazy is that? So crazy. Uh, yes, everyone. When you're listening to this, I will be 25 years old. But I'm not making a big deal out of it because Brooke has been 25. And I don't want her, you know, to feel bad about herself. Um, but, a- um, <laughs> it is my last t- episode as a 24-year-old girl. <laughs> and I will be a 25-year-old woman when you hear me next. I mean, honestly, it's okay if you want to complain about it because I felt really disgusting turning 25, but now that yeah. I am, I feel like t- turning 26 is going to be so much worse because that's, li- <laughs> that's literally pushing 30. Like, it makes me feel like Leo Zombie pushing 40 almost. <laughs> You know. Oh my god. Yeah, like I don't know what it is about the age of 25 versus the age of 24, but I just feel like when you're 24, everybody still looks at you like, oh, you're so young. You have your whole life ahead of you. Like, oh, I remember when I was 24. And then 25, I just feel like there's a shift and like now you have to like figure stuff out and like get your shit together. I don't know. Let me know if you don't think that, but I just feel like that's the... No, I agree. I definitely felt that way. And um, look what I did with my 25th year. Um, I didn't do shit. So... um... That is not true. We saw Harry Styles. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I just mean in terms of, like, you know, getting my life together, like, career-wise. Yeah, Yeah, me too. Um, Yeah, I'm going into 25 without a job. And, you know, the best, I actually cried about this the other day, um, not to be like emo or whatever, but like, everybody's like, I'm posting about how much they miss their job and stuff. And it's just like, I cannot relate at all. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not really looking for like, I'm, I miss working. I miss like, having some like having a purpose, but I don't miss my job awkward if you know anybody at my job is listening to this but (laughs) I do not feel joy in my heart about going back to that job um so that's it that's an issue um yeah like I love my well some of my co-workers but I have absolutely no desire whatsoever to talk to guests help them like do work instead of sitting at home and playing animal crossing and having fun you know so oh my god God. animal crossing is my job i know I can't even, I can't even think about it. It's going to be so bad. 
<laughs> okay. Okay. But yeah, it's literally going to oh be my so God. bad. It really is. And my my villagers are going to feel so neglected. But I'll savor every moment I have with them while I can. Um, oh, my God. Like, I played Animal Crossing today. And I have to say, like, visiting other people's islands that you don't really know that well. But you, like, know, but you don't, like, know that well is so fun. Because, like, when I visit your island, it's like, okay, well, I know, like, who your villagers are and stuff. So it's not really a surprise. But I don't know why. It's just like a little, it's like, oh, look, it's that villager. And then like, oh, I love how they did this. And I don't know. It's really fun. So I want to start visiting more people's islands. So if you, a listener of this podcast, would like for me to come visit your island, I can make that happen for you. Enter enter a sweepstakes and we'll yes. come visit your island. <laughs> yes. Yes, um, five lucky listeners will win the opportunity to hang out with me via Animal Crossing. So get those entries in, everybody. Um, we will choose the winners on the evening of May. Oh, we can announce the winners next week. So submit your applications via our Twitter um, by May 30th. Yeah, I have a feeling the winners are going to be, like, the five people we talk to on a regular basis. <laughs> it's going to be Jerry, Rick, <laughs> Gabby, Jonathan. I don't even know if Jonathan plays Animal Crossing. I think he does. Yeah, yeah. he does. Um, yeah. Yeah, thanks. So maybe you guys don't even have to submit their applications. That's just our prediction. <laughs> but we'll see what happens. Listen, I know that there's... A lot more people um, out there that listen to this podcast that, like, you know, don't reach out to us. Remember, and that's totally fine. I understand. Um, but since it is my birthday, I would love if you are a secret listener of this podcast to reach out to me on my Instagram. Um, and I would love to know because it like makes me so happy when people reach out. Um, and it's just like when it's just like random people like I don't know it's really exciting I know I love when people talk to us about it it me too. makes me feel so good you know it makes it all yeah and it. The, the guy who suggested we do a whole like Larry series was somebody that like I don't know at all and they just like randomly reached out to me on Instagram and it ended up being like such a serve so Oh my god, I know. Yeah. I looked at the numbers for it, and it's those three episodes are the most popular ones, I think, <gasps> ever in the history oh of this god. podcast. Yeah. That's amazing. We should promote them more. I need to get, because, like, honestly, like, the Call Her Daddy slot is open, and I think we're coming for the taking. I think so, too. You know, we've had the same, you know, like life experiences as them. And, yeah. you know, and I think our audience really aligns with theirs. They're getting really like washed up because like, they're like 26 and we are oh. 25. So <laughs> we're young. We, we're youthful, you know? Yeah. Honestly, listen, we're coming. She is coming. It's going to be <laughs> what? watch out and the listeners today will be able to say like I was there 
since the beginning, you know? Yeah. It's, it's truly amazing. Oh. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, so this week in pop culture news, I feel like there wasn't that much um, going on, but Rain On Me, hello. So good. It is like, uh, it's a crime that we can't be at a gay club right now dancing to it. Um, and yeah, I, I just, there hasn't been a, a collab, um, slash pop song release in quite some time that is like unanimously loved by Stan Twitter. So I think that's pretty cool. What do you mean? Didn't you stream and listen to Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber's song? Clap if you care. All right, let's move on. Perfect. Anyways, <laughs> no, exactly. we're oh, just to go from that to this for Ariana, like, thank God, because thank God. how embarrassing. I, mean, like, I know that she was held at gunpoint by Scooter Braun to release that song, so I'm not going to hold it against her, but I'm, at the same time, I have not listened to it. I heard like a snippet of it on the radio when I was in the car with Ricky and Bobby, and we changed the station. Um, to Broadway and then let me be your star was playing so a serve yeah I literally I I couldn't tell you what the tune is I couldn't tell you one lyric I literally have not heard it but rain on me yes we have (laughs) yes it is so good and honestly I think the lyrics are I'd rather be drunk but at least I'm alive because like in my head, that's the lyric, but it turns out it's "I'd rather be dry." But uh, I don't know about that. It's <laughs> it can be whatever you want it to, honestly. And I just I think the most iconic part of this whole release was that somebody, some Stan photoshopped a screenshot of the music video and was like (laughs) guys black pink is in the background dancing if you look closely (laughs) and in the video they're not there they literally did it so k-pop fans i think would watch the video and i fell for it i tweeted i saw the tweet and Aaron, I was on the phone with Aaron the other night and he was watching it and I was like, Oh, did you know Black Pink is in the background? I saw a tweet about it. And he was looking <laughs> oh like God, I hate that. And he's like, No. And I like it's Aaron. So I was like, Aaron, you fucking idiot. They're right there. I see them in this photo. <laughs> <laughs> he looked at it and oh he was my like, God, they got you good. <laughs> they really did. Oh. You look like f-ing clowns. Oh, Literally. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, my God. How humiliating. But either way. I mean, when they K-pop stands get you. That's so genius, though. God, and, like, the the mobucks of it all is, like, out of control. The pistabucks? Um, yeah, it's, like, people make such good and believable ones. Like, if the brands must be so pissed. Because it's like, you can't do anything to stop it. Um, I know. I love it so much. It's got to be, like, it's got to be somebody's job. Like, when a new pop song is coming out, like, they must know and, like, put somebody on it to, like, scout for those posts. Because 
it's like so frequent now. You know that they have like Starbucks, the social media intern has like a <laughs> private account that's following like all of the major like gay stan Twitter accounts and like Javon whenever Javon. he comes back. Like that, I feel like that was derived from Javon culture. Yeah. Ma Bucks was the best one by far. Ma Bucks was the best. <laughs> I think like Shallow Bucks was the first like. <laughs> really big one um but mobbucks like nothing beats mobbucks oh yeah that was such an era um if you guys don't know what we're talking about um i'm disappointed but understand so a couple years ago there was this movie called ma starring octavia spencer and it was a horror movie and it like blew up on stan twitter and there's all these memes about ma and then, of course, somebody made, like, a Ma Bucks, like, screenshot your movie ticket and get a free Starbucks. So, we went. Did you come with us to see Ma? No, I didn't. I can't Aww. believe. I Believe it or not, guys, I've never seen Ma. Like, it's like It's like when Are someone says. Yeah, it's like when someone says they've never seen, like, Titanic or something like that. Yeah, I've never seen it. That's really hard to believe, but um, <laughs> yeah, it was really, really good, and it was scary. It was scary. Um, but yeah, we went and saw Ma, and then Bailey was working at Starbucks, and we went to Starbucks, and she gave us our Ma bucks. It was so exciting. Um, but yeah, definitely a serve of a movie. If you haven't seen Ma, definitely go out and see it. You get to see the guy who played Gaston in Beauty and the Beast's penis. So fighting for gay rights. <laughs> go, go for Ma. Stay for the dick. You know what I mean? Wow. Okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is this another K-pop trick to make me go and watch it? <laughs> Actually, Namjoon's in the back, and you can like totally see him. So go check it out. Namjoon is Ma. She takes off a mask at the end and it's Namjoon. Oh my god, a twist. I'm honestly really surprised. Honestly, I don't know anything about K-pop, but I'm surprised that more movies don't have K-pop stars because they just bring the numbers. Um, Oh, I know. And speaking of numbers, the one that Lana Del Rey performed on Instagram this week was quite something, if you ask me. Yeah, she is experiencing um, somewhat of a public breakdown, so it seems. So, anyway, so, um, yeah, it's really sad I feel like she's experiencing some kind of like psychotic break of some sort and well maybe that's a little dramatic but something's not right I think she's doing drugs or something and she posted this really scary video talking about it again today and she does not she's wearing that weird like plaid shirt buttoned all the way up to the neck and like her hair back and her face looks a little questionable and it's oh it's so disappointing like okay what she said like 
I wouldn't have said it. It's kind of dumb, but it's also, like, not that huge of a deal. I don't really have, like, a strong opinion about it one way or another. Um, It's, like, reading it, I was just like, what is her point? Like, I know her point wasn't to rip down these artists, but at the same time, it's like, why even mention them? Like, you could have, the point that you're trying to make you could have just said without leaving it out. So it's to me, it seems like she purposely like put those people in there to cause a stir, which is whatever. Um, and then she mentioned FK. Uh, she mentioned um, F. the name FK Twigs um, in today's video, and it's like, girl, why do you keep on name dropping these people? Like to me, it's just like she wants to get a stir from the stands and it's definitely working. I just think she's being kind of dumb and it's kind of messy and I don't get why she feels the need to do that. If It's exactly the same as that Chrissy Teigen Marie Kondo drama with the New York Times lady. Like It's literally the exact same um, type of thing that she did with like calling out women of color and tearing them down when mm-hmm. it was not needed to drive your point across. Um, I don't know. Part of me just thinks that she, like, saw what happened with that and saw, like, what a discussion it was. And so she, like, did the same thing. I don't know. It's just weird because she's never been like that. Like, she's never, I feel like, tried to, yeah, or tried to get attention and any way like that she's a very private low-key person in her day-to-day life which makes me think yeah and so it makes me think she's on she has some kind of substance abuse issues going on because it's so out of character for her and to me like she I feel like I've been really unbothered by her little stunt she pulled because I feel like everyone kind of knows that she is not like, I don't know. I don't see her as being racist or prejudiced in any way. Like she's done nothing in her, what is it? Like 10 plus year career that has indicated anything of the sort. So I really think she just has like mental issues going on and that's what's spawning it because I just don't, I just don't see it. She's one of the only white pop stars who has never had a bad rap for like cultural appropriation or ever. Like, it seems like she was doing really well just by doing what she was doing before. And I don't get why she was acting like all these people were coming for her because her last album was like critically acclaimed and really successful. Um, yeah, it just doesn't make sense. So, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Um, I hope that you know it doesn't get worse. And this isn't, like, a spiral for her. Um, I know, and now Doja Cat is canceled by everyone because she's stripping on her webcam for these disgusting Cheeto dust fingers, bald, like, probably neo-Nazi 
like nasty men. So I don't know what's going on with that. Yeah, that whole thing is really confusing to me too. And I haven't really followed that drama much. But the thing with Doja Cat is like she's always been like problematic. Like when she went, she got really huge this year. I was like, wait, I thought she got canceled because she, like a long time ago. I thought she got canceled for like homophobic tweets or whatever, but then I was like, oh, I guess it wasn't that bad. And then now this comes out, so I'm like, ooh, she keeps on getting canceled. I'm, I'm like, whatever about it because the whole thing kind of confused me with like the live chat and or chat or whatever. Um, I don't know. Oh, speaking of getting canceled, the um. This kind of got swept under the rug, I feel like, but Hannah B saying the N word on her live chat. Yeah. What the hell was that? Yeah, so apparently she was singing along to a song and she said the N word. And so people are saying, oh, like, give her a break. It was just an accident. She's just singing it in a song, blah, blah, blah. And like, You should be training yourself to not do that if that's a tendency and that's not okay and you shouldn't do that, whatever. But the kicker is that she would not say like the F word or the the F word. She would like this is a censored podcast. It's a family channel, Michael K. But she wouldn't say she wouldn't say fuck, but she said the N word and that oh, ladies engaged. Uh-huh. So oh that God. is the kicker. If you kicker. watch the video, it's really, really, really cringe. Um, I bet. yeah. <laughs> the video is extremely cringe because I would highly recommend anybody pulling it up because it's like um, because she says she sings the N word, whatever. And like to me, like if you did that bad but you could just be like oops oh my gosh I'm so sorry like I didn't mean to say that it just slipped out like I wasn't thinking so sorry and then it'd be over it'd be done Mm -hmm. nobody would care I mean people would probably like put it somewhere but you wouldn't be canceled over that you know it'd be like oh my god so sorry my bad um Mm -hmm. honest mistake whatever uh that word's bad you know that's all you'd have to say but she goes I said that what I don't think I said that what? Oh my god! I, I didn't. I didn't know I said that. Like, bitch, what are you doing? I mean, her name is Alabama Hannah for a reason. Yup. <laughs> Since you know a current event that has been mildly talked about happened in the world, Tyler C jumped in with his commentary. Like, shut the. We, yeah, up. we all want your opinion on this topic. Like, Jesus. And he's just so happy that there's another current event that's happened. Like, first it was Gigi's baby, and now it's this <laughs> that he feels like he has enough degrees of separation from that he can give an opinion on it. And he was, like, telling people to not be, like, mad at her for it. <laughs> then, um, yeah, Mike, who we all will... I should say people with a brain don't like, um, he was like, I would love to have a conversation with her about that. And it's like, girl, nobody asked you. Yikes. Yeah. It's really something. Um, it's really something. (laughs) Her mind, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. 
Um, yeah. So can't believe how dumb she is. Um, <laughs> oh, another serve this week was definitely the release of dedicated side B. Oh, I, okay. I have not listened to it yet, <laughs> so I will let you go ahead with that, but I'm really <laughs> looking forward to it. I was too busy streaming rain on me. I'm sorry. Okay, same. <laughs> Honestly, the day that Dedicated Side B came out, I streamed it all day, and then rain on me came out that night, and I only listened to rain on me, but um, I haven't listened to Dedicated Side B as much as I would have liked to. Um, and I really need to, like, stream it way more before Chromatica comes out on May 29th, this Friday. Um, but it's really good. It's it's really fun. Something fun. Some, wait. <laughs> insert something fun. Something for the girls. Oh. Something fun. Something for the summertime. Something for the girls to, you know, get ready and party to. No, do <laughs> exactly. not hesitate to ask for a soundboard sound. I'll just <laughs> edit you. the rest out. Perfect, perfect. They'll never know. Um, <laughs> yeah, so exactly. Um, it's really good. It's really fun. It's a really fun listen. It's definitely not, you know, as good as dedicated or emotion. Um, but, you know, she just keeps her fans fed. And, she, you know, Lana Del Rey, take notes. Um, as somebody who, you know, is just you know, live in her life, mm-hmm. doesn't do any, you know, our, like as a Carly Rae Jepsen fan, I never have to suffer. It's just like, she just releases good music. We listen to it. When we're tired of that, she releases more good music and that's it. And that's in tours. That's what we love to see. Um, so if you're not a Carly Rae Jepsen fan, that's totally okay. Cause she is kind of like underrated. Um, I would highly recommend becoming one because being her fan is very rewarding and she has really great music if you haven't listened to it. Yeah. I think she's the only female pop star that I have not seen any man on stan twitter ripped to shreds at any point so that really if you know that i can recall so i think that really says something because yeah some of them these white gays they so evil to quote azalea banks (laughs) (laughs) so i need to add that to the soundboard but yeah oh my god her mind i love her i know so they collab, but yeah, no, I'm going to listen to it. Um, but listen, next time she goes on tour, I want to go because I can't believe she came to House of Blues at Disney Springs mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I didn't go. I know, a crime. And it was such a good concert, too. It was just like, again, being her fan is the best. It was just a really low-key concert. We literally just like showed up. An hour before, got in, had pretty decent seats. We were on the floor. Um, Like, literally the best show. We just, like, danced the whole time. And she just has bop after bop after bop. It just doesn't stop. And (laughs) the concert was so fun. She's just a really good performer. It's so sad, too, because I feel like Emotion came out around the same time as 1989 and mm-hmm. I think that they both are inspired by 
eighties music and synth pop and 1989 got the credit for that, you know, mm-hmm. for, yeah. from the general public and like critics loved both of them and gave them, you know, their due respect. But I think the general public doesn't know like how good and what a reset that album in particular was. And she deserves the, she deserves so much more for that particularly than she got. It really sucks that the general public has like no idea about her. They literally only know her from call me maybe when, and like, yeah, I think she's definitely seen as a one hit wonder when she's cranking out the hits and people just aren't paying attention. Um, but yeah, this is my PSA stream, all of her discography, but especially dedicated side B it's a stir. Absolutely. All right. Did you have any other, um, pop culture moments this week? No, that's everything for me. Okay. Um, I feel like, do you want to do our not to be a bitch butts now? Because. That's all yeah, I really I would love to. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Well, mine has to do with pop music, so that's perfect. Oh, perfect. Um, yes. Okay. So, not to be a bitch, but this is something that has been weighing heavily on my heart. Mm-hmm. And I think about it a lot. So, answer me this. Why is it that <laughs> the Beatles are seen as this, like, the greatest music group of all time. Like their music is untouchable. Their music is a genius work of art. Um, you know, nobody can say anything bad about the Beatles. You know, if, if you say anything bad about the Beatles, you are met with like this, um, you know, anger from the general public. Like it's, it's, it's very weird, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yet, when I like a boy band, it's like, oh, that's trash music. Like, that's not real music, blah, blah, blah. But they're literally just saying that because it's a boy band, you know? Like, they don't know. Like, let's talk about One Direction, for example. Like, they will, like p- people who talk shit about their music have never listened to it, um, you know, besides, like, what makes you beautiful or whatever, Um and, yeah, that's just what I don't understand because, like, the Beatles were a boy group and had pride, pride, predominantly female fan base. And they are seen as excellent music. But any boy, anybody who falls into that category now is just, like, the opposite. And I just don't get, like... Where is that shift? And also, whenever there's a boy band that gets really big, it happened with the Jonas Brothers, it happened with One Direction, everybody says, oh, they're just wannabe Beatles, blah, blah, blah. Well, it's like, okay, well, they're doing it. So, like, and doing it better. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They're drawing the crowds, they have the girls. Like, I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, why can't, like why can't Harry Styles be seen as like a legitimate music? Like when you say you listen to Harry Styles, it's like okay, like cool, but it's always like oh god, like that's not real music, blah blah blah. And it's literally just because he has a female fan base. That's it. It's so yeah. frustrating. 
Because both of his albums have been critically acclaimed. Mm-hmm. No, I would be curious to know when the shift was in history that men started, you know, jacking off to the Beatles and, like, <laughs> saying, like, oh, you don't listen to real music unless, like, you know all the words to every single one of their songs. And, like, when, like you said, it started out as, like, a pretty much all-female fan base. And it's also crazy that I think people don't acknowledge how similar one Direction and the Beatles are in terms of how how quickly they amassed such a huge audience, how they broke America, all of the records that they broke in, you know, their debut albums and coming to America. Um, also, you're all not ready to hear that One Direction has better fucking music than the Beatles. And yep. listen up. I don't care who you are. I mean, I guess there's some people who haven't gotten the stick out of their ass who might disagree. But listen, if you, I have been telling you, you would rather listen to One Direction than the Beatles. Let's just put it out there. And yes. they both, okay, both revolutionized. Good. Yeah, and they both revolutionized, like, pop music. I feel like at the time, the Beatles were considered... I mean, I guess it's more like rock, but I think... They both revolutionized music in their own way. They both came out with a sound that was not previously done before. Like One Direction is not like any other boy band that has existed because they don't dance. They're not just like bubblegum pop. Like they have a lot of rock influences and their lyrics are, I mean, some of them are silly, but... A lot of, especially in like the later albums, when they started collaborating with songwriters and writing their own music, it's all really meaningful when you really listen to it. And I, oh, I hate when <laughs> it's like when men admit like, you know what, like One Direction has a couple of good songs, then they have some sort of legitimacy because like you know what i don't need that validation though that's the thing like men having opinions i don't know something about that doesn't sit right with me i know but it's like once a male like music critic says hey maybe they're not so bad then people are like see but like all teenage girls literally run the world. Harry Styles said this, and mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. and he talked about like the Beatles and the female fan base and stuff. Yeah, and there's just there's no reason that they shouldn't have been nominated for any Grammys. There's no reason Harry Styles' debut album shouldn't have been nominated for yeah at that's least yeah at least like best new artist well i don't know i guess he still would have been eligible for it because he's not in one direction anymore but you know look at the rolling stones like they were heartthrobs their whole career and they were never nominated for a grammy 
And Mm. so they got like an honorary one, like 60 years into their career. But listen, Hmm. it's true. It's interesting to me. I will be very, I doubt that it'll happen, That I will be very upset if Five Men doesn't get nominated for Album of the Year because it truly is like, it is so good. And I just, I don't, I don't see what's better. That There's, has been released since then. Oh, no. And not one single person who's listened to that album would say that there's any skip on it whatsoever. It just it transcends time, generations, gender, what have you. It's just, it's everything. So mm-hmm. I'm glad you brought that up because it's Thank about you. time somebody said it. Thank you. <laughs> Period, bitch. Here. Um, oh, yeah, wait. <laughs> Hold on. Period, <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, originally I was going to talk about, because I think I've already talked about this before, but I'll still mention it because I think it was a long time ago. Um. As of late, I've seen many instances on Twitter from girls and boys who have been posting screenshots of Tinder profiles and Grindr profiles catfishing with their photos. And the caption will always be like, can people come up with something else like or are you kidding me like something along those lines and they act like they're venting but really like it's just everyone knows it's just this weird flex like yeah I'm hot enough that people are using my photos to catfish and like you're not being slick we all know and that's fine but honestly I would if it happen to me at any point I would just outright say like this is the biggest compliment I think I can (laughs) ever get because that's what it is don't pretend like you're disgusted okay Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. a certain someone who pretends that like people catfish with his photos on Grindr but it's really (laughs) just him (laughs) is mine the hate I have in my heart for him is I probably shouldn't say this. It's um, okay. I'm probably gonna edit yeah. out. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> I will. <laughs> Yo, I think a lot of people join you in that. Aaron has such a crush on him. He legitimately wants to fuck him. But are we surprised? <laughs> Girl, I could have lived my whole life not knowing that. Well. You're not that going to. Me, that gives me the heebie-jeebies. It's okay. I tweeted it on my private, um, so it's out there. <laughs> but um, anyways, I probably talked about that before. So my other one is not to be a bitch, but why are so many people getting engaged during quarantine? Not only that, but having these janky backyard or in living room live stream weddings instead of just waiting 
until all of this is over and getting married then? Like, what's the rush? Like, I can understand Mm -hmm. maybe, like, if you're pregnant and you would prefer to be married when you have your baby, like, okay, whatever. But it's all... I just don't get it. Like, do you just want attention that badly? Are you that starved for attention that you can't just wait a year that Ugh. you have to like live stream your ugly ass, you know, backyard, barnyard wedding in normal clothes that nobody cares about? Um, I don't know. You in tell normal me. clothes? Like, I have seen it in normal clothes. Like I've seen a lot of pictures of people wearing their dress in like a mask or whatever. And no, I, I have know, seen mm-hmm, I've seen some normal like normal looking dresses that you could go buy at Forever 21 that just happen to be white and like the man is just in like maybe a button-up shirt and some pants no. or I saw one where they were wearing pajamas. Like it is Ew. No. No. Listen, mark my words. If I ever get married, I'm going all out because when in your life do you ever get to wear a dress like that? Never. Never, ever. You never get an excuse to wear a dress like that unless it's on your wedding day. I do not understand the whole short dress thing. Like, come on. Oh, yeah. On Say Yes to the Dress, when gals shop for like a short wedding dress it just like a panina tournée see-through corset like disgusting if you choose a panina tournée dress to get married in like I don't know. Okay. What? <laughs> I'm sure, like, listen, ever since I, when did, I don't know when Say Yes to the Dress came out, but I think I was, like, 12 years old. Like, I was mm-hmm. young. And I have known from an early age, like, tacky. Oh, my God. Like, literally so tacky. Petita Tournay. And then also, else it's, like, super tacky is the girls who wear the corset-style wedding dresses that are see-through. Why do you want to look mm-hmm. like that on your wedding day? You already have, like, okay, this is coming off a little slut shamey, and I don't mean it like that. It's just like, you literally already have a man. Why are you trying to look like you're going to a club? I don't like, understand. No, I agree. And I just feel like you can wear a dress like that, like, pretty much. I mean, not like a ball gown, but you can wear a slutty dress like any other day of your life. Like if it was me, I would not want my relatives and like my man's relatives seeing me in something like see through tits out for the boys. Like if I had them. Like, I would not want people looking at me in that way. And the whole point of a wedding yeah. is so everyone looks at you. It w- I would be so supremely uncomfortable. And, like, I don't know why that's the audience you want looking at you like that. It's so yeah. weird. And then also, like, I don't know. I just have learned, like, from my our, like mom's wedding pictures. Like, our, people that are our mom's ages. Like, that got married in the 80s. Like, mm-hmm. all 
of the 80s wedding photos are like so tragic because they all <laughs> are wearing like those super what was trendy at the time like the big poofy sleeves and whatever and it's like very cringy but my mom always like taught me um for like big events <laughs> to never be like really trendy because like on her wedding day she wore like a really classic dress and her pictures are just like beautiful and not cringy at all because she didn't do like the big 80s whatever and um so yeah definitely when I get married which will be never I'm gonna do something like cute and classic yeah I do too. Like it's really embarrassing. Like most of my bookmarked Instagrams are like wedding dresses that come up <laughs> on my like explore oh, yeah. page. And I don't know why they keep coming up, but I'm like, hmm, I feel like I should save that. Like in case of one day a man looks at me any type of yeah. way. Like so yeah. I'm listen. I'm going to go to the wedding dress place the Duggars always go to and get, like, one of the no. ones. They're such a serve. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus Christ. The, I love the modest necklines on those. Honestly, yeah. I'm looking at my pinned post right now because I was, like, curious. Um, and all of them are just, like, really cute outfits and Animal Crossing. Mine are too. All of my recent ones have either been like, yeah, Animal Crossing. I had a board made when um, Aaron thought he was getting married to this man that shall not be <laughs> named. And yeah, oh mine are God. just like wedding dresses too. So listen, uh, someday, yeah, a wedding will be live streamed on this podcast it'll be really good in the backyard oh God, I cannot wait <laughs> can't wait yeah. I'm like, I, I hate when you like see something so cute on Instagram and you finally track it down and then it's sold out it's like so heartbreaking oh or it doesn't God. come in your size or whatever I know I saw I forget what it was I think that I feel like you might have mentioned them at some point, either on Twitter. It was probably on Twitter. Um, this girl on Instagram whose clothes you liked, and I went on it, and there was, like, oh. this cardigan I wanted, and I went on, like, Urban Outfitters, and, like, it was nowhere to be found. And it was, I don't know if it was just on the European version, but, yeah, I understand. It's really that sad. so sad. But yeah. Anyways, um, oh, I guess I'm literally I literally clicked on something while I was doing this podcast because I was looking through all my safe posts, and it's the cutest dog bandana ever. It's hot pink and has little eggs over, like sunny side up eggs. It's so cute. And then there's avocado toast one, and they're both sold out. I'm so upset. I, I feel like whenever I get, like, good Instagram ads that, like, actually worked for me, I'll click on the thing, and then, like, it's sold out, or, like, the size I need is sold out. It's really sad. Oh, disgusting. But, you know what? I can make my own dog bandana. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> 
yeah, anyways. Anyway, uh, anyway, back to the podcast. <laughs> I thought that it would be really fun since this episode is coming out on your birthday. If I went through my top five countdown list of the best moments I've had with you and our friendship, because that's wow. so sweet. <laughs> It'll be a good walk down memory lane. And I feel like a oh lot of God. these things have been discussed on the podcast at some point. So it'll be, you know, a good, it'll be a good walk down memory lane for our listeners as well. Um, Naughty on skin. <laughs> so coming in hot at number five. I have the Miami fight. So (laughs) if all of you are not familiar, um, in April of 2018, um, Katie, Robbie, Ricky, Izzy, and I went on a weekend trip to Miami to see the museum of ice cream and go to gay pride. One of those things did not happen because Ricky (laughs) lost his cell phone in an Uber. And so instead of going to gay pride, we had to drive to this man's house like an hour away and retrieve the phone. But that's besides Mm. the point. Um, so we went to, since it was pride weekend, We went to a gay club called Twist in Miami. I don't know if any of you are familiar, but... um, If you've seen the assassination of Gianni Versace, the Ryan Murphy show, they go to this club in the show. Oh, a serve. The way they knew to film there, because that's where we went and this fight took (laughs) place. Um, So the fight did not involve... um, Well, actually, it did kind of involve you, so that's a serve. But basically, (laughs) we were waiting in line, and there's a very long line to enter this club. It was down the street because it was Pride Weekend, and so we're waiting in this club, and people around us in the line are smoking because we are outside, and, you know, that sucks, but... It's legal and you can't tell them not to because we're outside. So then Robbie starts having a meltdown because he says that he's asthmatic and like he can't breathe. And <laughs> and he was born premature as a baby. And he yeah. <laughs> like, okay, Josie Duggar. But anyways, <laughs> No. Um, so yeah, we he starts having like this meltdown and we're all like laughing at him, so it just keeps getting worse. And Katie <laughs> I remember you tweeted like in all the years I've known Robbie Bromley, I've never seen him use an inhaler <laughs> and stuff. And then like We lived was- together for a year at that point. Yeah, and so it was just like it was pretty bad, but um here I'll play a clip that I have from Snapchat of said fight. I like 
literally like cannot breathe. And I said I was. Don't take me seriously. To you did, you did, which I respect. What is there to talk about? Ricky. So, for some content, oh my God. Ricky is, like, three sheets to the wind. Like, his eyes were, like, half open. I love that. I love that about Ricky. Rest in peace. Um, mm-hmm. And he was, like, leaning up against this palm tree with his phone. Like, he was trying to act like he was sneakily recording them, but it was, like, very obvious. So there was that. And then Katie took this iconic video of um, them fighting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so... And Robbie just, like, flips off the camera. Yeah, Ricky is in the distance, leaning against the palm tree, still trying to calm Robbie down. But we're all, Izzy and Katie and I, are, like, 50 feet away laughing, so he's not calming that down. That was a classic. That, yeah, that was, was a classic. And then when we got home from that trip, everybody was like, oh, my God, are you guys not friends anymore? Like, blah, blah, blah. We're like, oh, no, we're, we're fine. <laughs> yeah, so that was that was definitely a classic. So that was number five. Um, number four, I think, has to be um, a couple of events surrounding my 25th birthday last year because I have to make this about me in some way. Um, Absolutely. So, one was definitely when you and I rode Haunted Mansion together in one car and then two other people who shall not be named were riding in the (laughs) other car and we were just sitting there like laughing the whole time because we knew that some inappropriate activity was going on in that yeah in that car behind us (laughs) That was a classic. Yeah. That was a classic. And, like, when we all got off and saw them, we were just like, hey. <laughs> like, we all knew. It was so good. It's so romantic to me. Yeah. And then um, that night, um, so we were staying in, th- we were staying in a cabin, and it was at, Wilderness Lodge. So there is like this living room area where there's a pullout sofa. And um, so Katie was going to sleep there with Bobby. And so we were in the living room, but two other people who shall not be named were still in the hot tub. And Katie and I were acting like we were going to go to bed. So we turn all the lights off and on the patio outside, um, <laughs> these two individuals were in the hot tub. So there is like a glass door that I guess the top half had these shades covering it, but the bottom half didn't. So Katie was like mm-hmm. crawling on the floor. <laughs> We're both crawling on the floor behind the sofa, trying to look outside of what they were mm-hmm. doing. And it mm-hmm. was just like, what are you doing? 
Milky sauce. <laughs> Very and then they, like, pulled down the blinds more. It was so disrespectful. Yeah, it was really sad. Um, So that was really good. And then, like, well, we both woke up the next day. And we saw these individuals, like, spooning on the pull-out sofa with the fire going still. Like, mm-hmm. it was really romantic. Mm-hmm. So those were really good, like, bonding moments, I think. Um, Definitely. <laughs> and, oh, also, like, seeing Country Bears for the first time with you was, you was oh my iconic. God. Um, A serve. Yeah, so... One of my greatest honors, honestly. Oh, I just look through your eyes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. It was so good. And so then we have coming in at number three, um, the first time that I texted you that I also love Michael K because that's really what (gasps) I feel like took our friendship to the next level. It literally is. (laughs) Yes, the waves of really Disney good. brought us yeah. together. Literally, the waves of Disney crashed us into each other, you know? So that oh, was wow. really, yeah, that was really exciting. Um, I remember because you had commented on one of Michael's pictures and then screenshotted it. And I forget which Twitter account it was on, but you were like leading on a Disney YouTuber because you commented something like flirty. (laughs) And I, yeah. Yeah. And I had just started watching Michael and like, obviously because he's like insane and I texted you and I was like, holy shit, you watch Michael K too? And that's oh really God. <laughs> that's There's what, a lot of flavor to that. Yeah, that's what started it all. Um when we mm-hmm. spent like an entire hour and a half podcast episode talking about him, like in the Jonas Brothers, that was a serve. Oh my god, I miss when like all we talked about was was Michael K. And like we watch we would watch his I would wake up at like in the morning and turn on his video as soon as it was posted and Snapchat it all to you every single day without fail. I know, because they were like I want us to get back to that place someday, but I don't know if you can replicate that kind of magic, you that know? Magic, yeah. So <laughs> mind blown. Mind blown. Mind blown. Oh, wait, I forgot. I don't have to say that anymore (laughs) because. Wow. Mind blown. Mind blown. Um, Period. 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 Are you forgetting? (laughs) So, yeah, that is number three. Um, number two has to be when we, you, me, Bobby, and Ricky went to Stonewall after the Kim Petras concert, and it's so sad to me that we don't really have any footage, well, not much at least, uh, of our time there. But it's because we were singing and dancing our asses off and having so much fun. I never have fun going out ever. And 
that was one of the funnest nights of my life. And mm-hmm. we all really bonded, I think. Um, oh, that's so yeah. sweet. Yeah. And Galvin, his fucking mind for putting together a playlist like that. Like, it was a Kim Petra after it. party. Yeah. So we, it was like Kim Petra's, Beyonce, like every main pop girl like every single song was amazing and we saw a lot of familiar faces which was really funny we sure did (laughs) it was such a happy fun memory and yeah it made me very happy so yeah that's number two and then Number one, I think, is pretty obvious. Um, definitely our trip to California to see Harry. Um, I mean, it goes without saying. There's a whole podcast episode dedicated to this trip. Like, we had, obviously, like, the concert. We had Miss Lee Allen Baker at <laughs> sitting next to us at Jolly Holiday Cafe. It was hello. Like, hello, wake up. We had Barkev there. Like, it just it could not have been better. We had um oh my god, what's that man's name? The jungle cruise skipper who I said was really hot. Tip, hello. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was just so good. I feel like, you know, we really bonded. Like, everything went right except for, mm-hmm. like, the flight home. But every other part yeah. of the trip went exactly according to plan. And I really love this time because I was talking to both Michael and Dave K on dating apps. Oh, my God. Oh. An era. An era. Yeah. Everything was so perfect. We didn't even know what was about to happen. Yeah. It, oof. Who would have thought? But yeah, those are my five. But some honorable mentions um, were one of them was you and Gibbs' birthday at Hoop De Doo two years ago. Um, that was a classic. I, that really was a classic. I loved driving you all in the golf cart because I was the only one who was even like relatively like able to yeah you were sober but no I was like inebriated before we went to hoopty do so just imagine how I was after oh exactly like obviously I was sober for it but nobody else was even close to being able to drive it so we went and like (laughs) Robbie acting up holy shit oh my god I'm I'm like legitimately surprised I did not get fired because that our behavior was so bad. It was so bad. I could not believe that nobody complained about us because it was all these like mag moms and their kids surrounding us. And Robbie kept yelling a certain choice word that begins with F we cannot say, like screaming it. And <laughs> people screaming were looking. It and then. I came and said, I really came and repeat what he said. Um, yes. Because it was so bad. Yeah. And yeah, it was bad. And um, also, like, 
he kept like putting his head down on the table and we kept having to like smack him because someone would like come over and tell us to leave if they saw him passed out. But your oh highlighter God. looked amazing that night, I remember, and your outfit oh. was so cute. Um, so that was a really good night. And then also <laughs> I'm gonna have to edit out the names, but at some party, I think, I don't know if it was a party or just like a small gathering. Um, you asked if I had a magic pussy because why else would he have been fucking her? <laughs> Everyone was I drunk. I think I've been so drunk because I literally do not remember that. Oh my God. Yeah, I don't know what That's party it was. So bad. Yeah, it was good. Um, I just, I love that you're not afraid to say those things about people. You're very real. And at the same time, you have a heart of gold. So, (laughs) So, yeah, that's, that's going to conclude my list. Um, But Mm. since this is coming out on Katie's birthday, um, Everyone tweet at the podcast account what your favorite Katie moment is. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. Yes, I can't wait to find out. Or leave a review on iTunes, a five-star review, and um, wish Katie a happy birthday on that. <laughs> oh. It'll be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... I think. Wow. Well, it's been an honor being your friend (laughs) and I can't wait for another year of doing this podcast as a 25 year old woman. I know. Oh, it's going to be, I think like this is our year, you know, I just, yeah, (laughs) I say that now, but I don't feel it. (laughs) Listen, this is the year that Let's do a beep and beep manifestation, you know. Yeah. I'm going to get a new job and figure out my life this year. It's going to happen. And get a man. You know what? Shoot for the stars. And even if you miss, wait, no. Shoot for the moon. And even (laughs) if you miss, you'll land among the stars. That's how you say it. I am going to get a man and a job and... A great life this year. I can just feel it, and I'm gonna get even hotter. Yeah, shoot for the moon, and even if you miss, you'll land on Chromatica. Period. Period. <laughs> and so, yeah, I hope that that inspires everyone else to do the same. Um, but yeah, happy birthday. We love you. Thank you. Um, I can't wait to go f- fuck around at T-Rex in a couple weeks. <laughs> it's going to oh, be I'm really so good. I'm so excited for that. <laughs> oh, it's going to be such a happy memory. I can already tell. Yeah, we have to get the ribs because Michael K said they're the best on property from there. I remember. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, I'm not. I don't want to get the ribs. You can get the ribs. Yeah, I don't think I will, but um, <laughs> we'll just say we did. But Well, not to brag, but Bobby is, 
a um, premium VIP Landry's member, so we get seated right away. <gasps> Shut the fuck up. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, move yeah. over, Club 33. Holy <laughs> shit. Period. How exciting. All right. But um, so, yeah. I guess this has been a really fun podcast and I feel so happy and filled with birthday spirit. So thank you, Brooke. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, why don't we wrap up this week, um, by saying, um, let's see. (laughs) Um, Oh, I want to think of something like related to you and your birthday in some oh my way. Um, <laughs> who would we most like Katie to be fingered by on her 25th birthday? Oh my God. <laughs> and where? <laughs> um, oh God. That's okay. what I want. I'm going to say, um, obviously, I'm going to give you Harry Styles, and oh. it's, yeah, it's not Michael K. So wow. you can, I, I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. It's going to be Michael. No, it's Harry Styles, and <laughs> um, I want it to be in, so let's say you go on, like, a VI, you get a VIP tour guide for Magic Kingdom, which obviously is, you know, everyone's dream. And yeah, the country dream. bears, and you get your own theater because it's Harry Styles. Like, you can't be surrounded oh by people. God. And so everyone vacates like the premises, and he fingers you throughout oh the God. show. And oh that. God. Yeah, that's what happens. Oof. Just for you. Wow, that makes my Gucci itch. <laughs> um, wow, that is a lot to think about. Thank you so much. Like, I don't think I can answer this question because that there's no better answer than what you just said. Yeah, I thought so. And ever since I, ever since I watched the Watermelon Sugar video, that is all I have wanted. Yeah. Um, he, is he, to be that watermelon. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be wearing that crocheted shirt, same outfit, everything. And you're going to go by your workplace and make mm-hmm. everyone jealous that mm-hmm. that's who you're mm-hmm. there with. That would be my yep. dream is just to make people jealous. Like, that's all oh I want. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That's, wow. That was that's my wish for you. That was beautiful. Thank you, Brooke. Um, what a great note to end this podcast on. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you guys, everybody, for listening. I love my little fishing rods so much. Um, and, yeah, everybody, stay home, stay safe, and, as always, Most importantly, stay, stay gorgeous. gorgeous.